0: Hey this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast.
1: Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the 274th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Reza, today is an interesting day because it is 61 degrees and it's a gorgeous day in New York City.
0: Yeah, it is, isn't it?
1: And I went for a run earlier and it is, uh, it's It's going to be really tough to, to kick this thing because in in, in in times where it's like raining or the weather is terrible... There's nobody out. Like last weekend, it was raining both days. Yeah. And I just looked out the window constantly. And there was nobody out. And that's how you're going you're to kick COVID-19. But on days like today where everyone is out and about, there's just nothing you can do to prevent people from like, wanting to get their time in the sun. Yeah. And if shelter in place allows you to go outside and quote unquote exercise, then by all means, I'm not going to gatekeep and tell you what exercise is. But what does become frustrating is when the streets are packed. Yeah. And so people I've got friends that are super surprised when I say I would like my my going theory right now is I'll be very surprised if the city if New York City, if New York City I can't talk about the rest of the country, because obviously it's very different. But because New York City is considered an epicenter of this thing, I would be very surprised if life got back to normal before Labor Day.
0: Once Labor Day. That's 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 May, For, right?
1: It's like no September. No, that's the
0: September one. That's right. That's right. I, I always, Memorial I always Day. mix up Memorial Day and Labor Day for, for, because yeah. because I associate them with like the end and start of school, and I always forget which one's yeah. which. Um, yeah, September. Okay, so I was just talking with Lane about this yesterday. We actually took a walk yesterday, but um, like, so I'll quickly explain like the layout of everything. Like when you enter our neighborhood, there's not really any, there. There's sidewalks in our neighborhood. Um, it's it's a pretty small neighborhood. There's I don't know twenty some. Thirty some houses in the neighborhood. Not many people are spending too much time outside. So we, we took a walk on the sidewalk, went out the neighborhood. There's no sidewalks then leading out of this area that we, the road that we used to get into the neighborhood. So we walked up there and we, we walked by a couple of people who were running on the opposite side of the street. Um, But again, no sidewalk. So it's not, not necessarily a, a, a walking friendly, um, a walk friendly um, location. However, there's not many cars in this area either. Like two cars went by us when we were doing this. And so we were talking about how long, like realistically, how long do you think we're going to be living life like this? And i was saying, well, anything short of a month I think is unrealistic. I think mm-hmm. if we are lucky, things might start going back to normal by June. But like the, when I keep, what I keep doing is, is I'll, I will continue to model my thinking based off of the countries that, that, that went through it a little bit earlier than the U S. So the thing with China is that you know what we've seen is that they've likely underreported the number of cases that they've had, and so it's difficult to know for sure where their curve, like where the number of cases really lies. Uh-huh. And if, like I think we talked about it last week, that apparently they had opened up their movie theaters because I saw that they had re- re- they had ordered that the movie theaters be shut down again, because um, I guess cases were popping up again, people were getting them in these uh, at these locations. But so when I think about Italy, I just saw a report, I think it was I don't know if it was New York Times, um, I think yesterday or two days ago, where they were wondering, because as cases start to decline there, they were and, and like the, the thought of going back to normal life is on the is on the uh, is on the verge. It's like, well, who goes back to work first? Like when when is it acceptable for people to go back to work and just, just start living life normally again? Right. And like when you look at when we talk about flatten the curve, we look and see that, okay, well, we've, we, you know, we're still on the incline. So we haven't even reached the peak number of like continue, continually growing cases each day. Even after you you start to decrease the number of cases that are, being, that, are, that are being confirmed every day, you can't have people just go back to work then. Like, oh, great, you know, there are fewer cases now. That's not, it's not really what's happening. Like there are fewer cases because what you're doing is working. That doesn't mean that it's gone. And so there is going to be a period of like a month at least after the cases stop to increase at such a ridiculous amount, where people still have to stay at home. So yeah, uh, Labor Day to me it seems long, but at the same time I don't I don't think that's really unreasonable, is it? We've only been doing well, this for three weeks. This this shelter in place for three weeks that's not that's not nationwide, stopping. and this is a right. big country. That's the other issue. Uh, when we when like at least modeling off of Italy, Italy's not as large of a country as the U.S. is, and we have like these. Like you said, the epicenters in New York City, but you're going to see a lot of other cities, like we did, like we already seen with New Orleans, we saw with Seattle. You're going to see a lot of other big cities that are going to start to ramp up in cases, just like New York City. And if they're not prepared, just like New York City wasn't prepared, and Seattle wasn't prepared, New Orleans wasn't, New Orleans wasn't prepared, then you're going to see similar things happening with these cities. But because of that life I think as a whole isn't really going to be able to go back to normal for a lot of us in a lot of states
1: yeah it it helps to like you like you just did break it out state by state yeah um I think just because New York City is the epicenter of this thing that we just have an exorbitantly higher amount of cases here uh now I will say that because the entire nation hasn't sheltered in place, that it's uh, it's going to extend this thing, and there could be hotspots and clusters that form in other places later. Right. I mean, we, we talked about how the uh, the governor of Georgia almost recently, like too recently, said like, oh, we didn't know that you could be asymptomatic and uh and transfer this thing to other people it's like you know the cdc's in atlanta right
0: so this is, this is my thing how, how did you not know like aren't you guys supposed to be the ones right. who are in charge of uh, like aren't aren't you guys supposed to be the ones who have the reins of this uh, aren't you supposed to have the most up-to-date information if you didn't know like why why do i feel like i knew and you didn't know like who are you speaking right. to who's giving right. you your it's information it's
1: also it's also like just because they have the information doesn't mean they've seen it doesn't mean that they've reviewed it. Yeah. Yeah. You could have reports on your desk and you just never choose to read it. And that same governor opened up the beaches a day after Shelter in Place got put into effect. Like he opened up the beaches again.
0: Yeah, I did see so, that.
1: You know, it is what it is. Um it's tough, man, because we just we were just walking the dog, uh, because we have to take him out twice a day. And our dog likes to do this thing where if he wants to play with another dog, he'll go boneless on you like in the middle of the street, he'll just (laughs) lay down and he'll want to play. Yeah. And he gets super stubborn and like, it's super frustrating now because you don't know how sensitive the other person's going to be. And normally we're okay to let the dogs play. Like even, even nowadays when we walk them late at night, if we see another person and they have a dog and they want to play, we'll ask like, Hey, he's all right. They play. And most people say it's fine. But just now, like 20 minutes ago, we were walking, and there was this uh, group that was really bundled up. the The woman had like a scarf on, like a that she wrapped around, kind of like a balaclava. And then uh, the, uh, the 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 man or what have you uh, didn't um, didn't have anything. And so, and they had a much bigger dog. And then when Oliver went boneless, it's like super frustrating because we're on a tiny street. I'm trying to like drag this kid. <laughs> And then so Carolyn asked, like, is it okay if they play? And she goes – and she said – the other woman said, responded very sternly, no, it's not okay, especially right right now. And I was like, okay, like, totally hear you. Appreciate the directness. But it's hard to, like, not take that personally because in my mind, you just call me a motherfucker. You know, like, (laughs) it's just like, you know, in my mind, it's hard for you to say something like that and for me not to make it – to take it as you think I am being – uh like inconsiderate or being one of those people that is not following the rules because because of the way that you rephrased it and, pro- and it's possible that she didn't mean that it's also possible that she did and so it's just one of those things where it's like it's so these like micro uh interactions with people can be so fraught and and frankly that's kind of the reason why I you know I I whenever I walk the dog I try I I honestly like part of me like wishes that there are more dogs out so they can so that he can play with them but there's also part of me that's just like dude like I just hope we don't bump into anybody so we just get this walk in and out and we come back in yeah yeah and especially late at night when we walk it's like I really appreciate when there's just no one around so that we can like if Carol and I both are taking them out we can go for 30 minutes 40 minutes and the streets are empty at night you know one of these nights I'll take a photo but like because we live right next to Lincoln Center like the streets are empty and the streets are never empty. Right. And, and so it's just moments like today that just like, make me think like, you know, I'm kind of like trying to avoid any interaction that makes us seem like we could even possibly be the bad guy. And maybe that's just me being super sensitive to things, but I just don't want to have that, like kind of interaction that take up my mental space. Does that make sense?
0: It does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, it, I, th- it, it's such a, it's so weird like the way think about like the, the 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 way that the culture exists in the u.s and like in the society so like people who've traveled outside of the u.s may have experienced the the difference in terms of how social and how kind americans can be and how e- easy it, it might be to strike up a conversation with another american when you go to other countries at times people are just kind of like in their own they won't look up or smile or, or whatever. And so when we go out, when we go out, like oftentimes you want to, you, you know, if, especially like if you're doing a common thing like walking your dog, it can be very easy to say, oh, hey, you know, can they play and do whatever? And like, and that, at that point, it's like the dog's running, the run is running things anyway, you know? And so it's a strange thing then when you say, oh, can they play? And someone's got to be like, no, no, they can't play. Like that type of reaction right. is, is striking and, um a bit off-putting and so i don't know man it's
1: i read this interesting article to that very point Mm -hmm. that said there's a reason why dog owners in america and dog owners in europe are so different because in america there's like this expectation as dog owners that like dogs want to play with each other yeah and you want your dogs to play with each other um and it's almost like an invitation when you have a dog to be like uh like, pet me or come talk to me about my dog, yada, yada. Like, it's just much more of um, an accepted thing. Um, in Europe, like, restaurants have dogs, like, like seats for dogs to sit <laughs> on and whatnot. Yeah. And people who walk their dogs in Europe, it's almost like a much more of a, not a solitary activity, but there is no expectation to be like, oh, you can come up and talk to me. Yeah. Which I found to be very interesting from, like, a, a social uh like the the difference if you will yeah so i have a i have a friend that they were they're looking to buy a new apartment um and right now they live in an apartment in a studio and they just decided that they were going to leave the city and go to their parents place their parents have a beach house, and they have a like a like their main home. They're trying to the parents are trying to sell their their main home because they just don't want to. They want to like live in the city and then live in the at the Jersey Shore. Okay, sort of like six months on, six months off type of thing. Right, right. And my my friends, they just realized that two of them, working professionals, uh, she's pregnant. Uh, they have a dog, but they're both client facing, and so they're both on calls all day long. Mm. Now, imagine Reza being in my old apartment. You're on calls all day. Your partner's on calls all day. How frustrating that's got <laughs> to be. Like, I don't feel like I can hear myself think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, right? even right now, when Carol and I are both on calls, it can be, like, a lot. Just to be like, well, like, I can hear you, but I can't hear you. But I'm trying to do this thing. But, like, we already we have a big space.
0: Are you guys on calls a lot during work? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, we have a lot of what we call stand-ups. So it's just like uh, status, status updates.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Excuse me. But yeah, it's like, so they live in a studio. There's an empty house that they just finally decide. you know what, let's get out of the city. It's, it's not going to get better anytime soon. In fact, it's going to get a lot worse. And so there's no reason for them to just like be here. Plus they get a lot more space. They can take calls and it be like something that they can actually uh, like focus on finally. I just remember talking to him about it last week, and he's like, there's nothing in the house. We had to bring salt and pepper. That's how like little there's in the house. But his parents drove up into the city yesterday uh, with two cars. And because his parents are way older, they literally, she got out of the car. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. His mother got out of the car, tossed the keys to him from like six feet away. She hopped in the other car and they drove home. <laughs> like there wasn't no like... We're gonna hang out because his parents are like way older, right? Right. And like now is not the time to be congregating in New York City, and so now they're in uh now they're in New Jersey. So to that point, you guys are actually kind of uh it's kind of nice that you guys live as close to like grocery stores as you do. Yeah. Like where it's not as uh you're not living on top of each other.
0: Yeah. So, like for for work, Lane and I are both in, in the uh, in the basement. I don't neither of us have calls too often, um, but when she has a call, I'll just throw my headphones. Well, I've been using my headphones more often these days than not, um, and if I need to take a call or whatever, like if, if we need privacy, it's easy enough just for one of us to just like go up to the bedroom or go somewhere else in the house. So it it definitely helps with that. Going to the grocery stores, they're just not as packed. They're not as jam-packed as other places. However, today we did go out briefly. We uh, stopped at my parents and just like, we did like a a 10 foot social distance meetup where Gordon just kind of, where we were just you know standing outside talking to my parents. Mm -hmm. And we drove by a couple of grocery stores and you see the lines, because some stores limit how many people go in. So just Trader Joe's had a line of like, I don't know, 30 people or so waiting outside to go inside shop right was just packed they had no limitations i guess on how many people can go in but i've heard that they've started doing one-way shopping where you where you um, drive where you walk into the store and through the aisles you can only go one direction so that way they try to prevent people from you know crisscrossing um in in really close distances it lana said it helped a bit i haven't been out to the stores to experience it myself but uh yeah, just, just the population density here and the amount of stores that service is pretty great. So number of stores is pretty, is pretty high. Population density is pretty low. And so, yeah, when it comes to going to the stores and things like that, you just don't really interact or, or come across too many people. Like I was saying, like the walk we took yesterday, it's easy for us to go outside of the house and take a walk and, and be a little mobile and get some fresh air and not interact with people. You know, we could we can opt to not go to the park and still get plenty of of um you know good walks in good activity in so we're lucky in that yeah. regard
1: yeah um it's uh what's really nice is that you guys get to get this see family now uh your your dad's home
0: yeah 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 my dad got back um so my dad was so in- what
1: was the journey if, uh for him to get home
0: so he had to like check in with the embassy they were basically evacuating people and not ba- they they were they were evacuating people and they chartered a what was he said Ethiopian Air, airways flight ethiopian airlines flight or plane and they flew them back he said it was Pat. um he was there with his friend and uh this is my my good friend tom he lives in new york city but he's actually in paris right now um in school mm-hmm. and so uh, he actually he actually got it he actually got coronavirus he's uh he's got really he got COVID-19. yeah but he's he's since recovered um they uh so my dad registered with the the u.s embassy they chartered this plane and he was able to uh get on standby for this plane he it was it's almost two weeks ago i'm surprised it's almost been two weeks already but he was basically he basically got got on standby on this plane. Um, coach was completely filled up. Was with my friend Tom's dad and mm-hmm. uh, all the people that were on standby got put into business class.
1: Amazing. So
0: my dad was flying. He said he was he was in seat two A. He said the first row were um, pilots because they I don't know why they had so many pilots on this damn plane, but they had pilots and they were it's like them cycling out, them in. Yeah, they're like cycling them in and out. I guess I don't. Yeah, well, I think it was pilots for that specific plane. I thought but maybe you're right oh. maybe, was, maybe I misunderstood maybe we were just getting other people out who had flown there but weren't coming back oh. whose flights were canceled uh, and so yeah he he was able to um, he was able to get on this plane got back all right um, 11 days ago he said so yeah it's, it's 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 almost been the full two weeks overall like I think it was a bit nerve-wracking similar similar to us uh, when we were in England It's just the uncertainty of it all. You're there for a specific purpose. He was there trying to like, um, because he's he's got. I think I mentioned. I don't remember if I mentioned. He's got a house there, and uh, he had two houses. He built one for his mom before she passed away. Built one for himself and and the rest of of our family when we visited. But the one, you know, that his mom was in, he never he never sold it. Never like did anything with it. And so he was renting it. But he since he was trying to sell it and. That was one of the primary purposes of this trip was to make arrangements and, and clean the house up get it get it together in a proper state to sell it he said he was only able to make one trip there throughout the entire time that he was there because of issues with the house in the city where he was as well as like the uncertainty of all this and the final like a week or so leading up to it, it's like okay well how do i get out what do i need to do who do i need to speak to you know all that so just made it a bit of a unpleasurable experience leading up mm-hmm. to that to the to the exit but getting on the flight itself wasn't wasn't that difficult for him in the end so yeah glad that he's back i'm glad he's glad he's back for sure yeah almost done with his two weeks so yeah
1: yeah how is he self-quarantining
0: just been in the house really um
1: yeah, yeah. Well, like you with your mom
0: oh yeah i don't really know how they're doing it to be honest like i i think for i don't know if they've, they've stuck to it but um, the, the idea was that my sister my – mo- my mom was going to stay in my sister's room because um, they, they never downsized. They should have downsized. They had a lot of kids and pretty much all of us had yeah. our own rooms. So they should, they should yeah, be yeah, downsizing. Do. And it so, must be nice. Yeah, it must be nice, right? Well, it took, it took up until high school for me to get my own room, if, if that makes you feel any better. Uh, actually, no, eighth I guess grade. It, does. it was eighth grade when I got my own room. Um, so, yeah, I was thirteen year, 13 years old when I got my own room for the first time. Got that for for you know, eighth grade and all of high school, and then uh, nice. went to college where I had a roommate. You just had
1: a TV in your room?
0: <laughs> I did have a TV in my room. Yeah, yeah. Had the PlayStation 2. I bought all of that with my own money, though. I mean, like money that I earned from chores.
1: Yeah, but I'm even then like I'm still surprised that your parents allowed you to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. My da- considering how strict your parents were. Yeah, my dad actually was like the one who, like I guess, started the whole like TV thing. What do you mean? He. So when we when we were, I can't remember who was the first person who, who got the first who got the TV in the room, but I guess his idea may have been to reduce the amount of or to like allow him, maybe him to have the TV. To himself or something. He probably, yeah,
1: exactly. I, I was just about to say he didn't, cha- uh, he, he didn't didn't want to He didn't want to share a TV
0: no with a bunch of little kids. Maybe is, is but the deal. A, I
1: mean, he's 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 pops. Like he's gonna be, <laughs> chang- <laughs> like like you're really gonna be making them change the channel. I don't even think
0: it was really him because, like you know, he there. Were, I'm trying to think with the first place, with the first house. I think the first house, the first person or the first time we got our own TVs was in Indiana. And when we lived in Indiana. I was there from fourth through sixth grade. And so assuming that my oldest brothers were the first to have the TV in their room, they would have been – Mustafa was going to be – he would have been in, I think, seventh grade and Muhammad would have been in like ninth grade when when we got to Indiana. So I think for him – I think for my dad it was probably get the TV because the – because there was two, there were there were five kids trying to watch TV or do whatever we were trying to do in the in the basement on one TV. There, whether it was like you know play the, the Nintendo or watch whatever on TV, it was just too much maybe. And so maybe he figured, all right, well the oldest the oldest can have a TV in their room. You know they're going to be doing whatever they're doing anyway. They're going to want to watch like at the time they were they they loved like Seinfeld. They were they were older right, so they're they're watching they're watching more like adult style shows. Whereas the rest of us are trying to watch like Rugrats and Hey Arnold. So, so that could have been, that could have been the thinking behind it. But I really don't, I don't really, I don't really remember why it, it went down like that. Because yeah, as strict as my dad was when it came to like TV and and like playing video games, especially during school nights, it seems counterintuitive that he would have been like, okay, well, I think it's time for you guys to get your own TV in your own room now.
1: Mm -hmm. Cause yeah.
0: I, like I thought about this, I've talked about this with Lena before we had Gordon. It's like when when do the kids get their own TV in their own room? Do they get their own TV in their own room? Do they have laptops or do we have a uh, a like a house computer that the kids can use? you know all these all these different types of things that I, I guess maybe lots of people wonder about or think about like when when you when you, when you have kids, when are you gonna to get them their, their first cell phone?
1: Oh, I don't know. That's a good question.
0: I think we've talked about this before on the podcast, but it's been a while. Like, I I was like, oh, they're not going to get their own cell phone until they're in high school. I, I didn't get my own cell phone until I was. It wasn't even my own cell phone per se. It was a cell phone that I was using when I left the house, and I would like if I was going to the mall with my friends, I would have a cell phone on me so that I can call my parents to be like, hey, I'm ready to be picked up because I'm going home now. Oh, I'm ready to, I'm ready to go home now, and. After I got home, the cell phone went to my dad's desk, and and it wasn't like mine. Nobody had the phone number because it wasn't it wasn't mine to be reached on. And it wasn't until my senior year of high school that I was driving to school because I was doing the Allied Health program that that phone became mine. It's actually still my same phone number to this day. Um, but I think
1: you'd have to get your kids' cell phones earlier.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of social pressure that comes with that.
1: Well, it's not seems- only that, but it's just uh, like, don't you need to be able to connect with your uh, connect with your kids?
0: I guess, but like, I don't. Do I need to? Do I need to connect with Gordon when he's in school? For example, like when he's in, when he's in like elementary school, because kids have kids have cell phones in elementary school <laughs> nowadays. Do yeah. I, Why would I need to communicate with Gordon when he's in like the, you know in third grade and he's at school? Like, mm-hmm. isn't he just supposed to be at school? then he comes home and now he's supposed to be at home like do i need to get in contact with him is it nice that i could contact him yeah i guess but i guess i just think about it in terms of the ways that we did it when we were kids first of all i hardly ever contacted my parents when i was in school i never needed to contact them unless i was sick and if i was sick the nurse was calling my parents i wasn't speaking to them directly um So I would figure as a parent now, like if I need to contact my kid, or or that's what I would do. I would call the school, but like, yo, get him get on the PA and be like, Gordon, you know, can Gordon come to the office? I wouldn't, I wouldn't really expect to be like, oh, let me just bypass all that and send him a text message. But maybe I think about, I think about like the social pressures because you, I don't want, I don't want Gordon to be the odd kid out where people want to like get together and hang out and stuff, and and say again, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, whatever, whatever grade he's in. Um, if he's not able to be contacted or people don't want to like try to call the house, I mean, am I going to have a house phone? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a house phone now. Right. It's just, I guess it's, just, I don't know
1: if I would pay for a house phone, but I would probably
0: pay for a uh, house cell phone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I would probably get, I mean, it just seems like getting in contact with him if they like want to go somewhere, uh, if they're going to be out with their friends, i mean yeah it's like it's not gonna i don't think we live in a world now where it's like oh you and your friends are gonna be at the mall until four and you just don't have any way of contacting them until that time and what are they gonna do go to some random person be like hey can i use your phone it's like get the fuck out of here the pay
0: phone so yeah i mean i guess what what, at what age are they going to be doing these social these social hangouts where you feel comfortable leaving them at the mall by themselves is that the age where you're like all right well cool I feel comfortable letting you out the house like and and me not supervising you and maybe not a friend's parent supervising you, that yes, you definitely do need, need one at this point. Or do you get it even earlier than that? Cause at that, like for me, I'm very much like, yeah, he, he he should have his own phone at that point. But do I get him a phone even before that? Even if I like if he's at a friend's house. If I guess if he's comfortable enough to be or if I feel comfortable enough to have him go to a friend's house, like I may not know that parent very well. I would definitely want to have a cell phone. Him to have a cell phone that he can contact contact me with. Yeah, Uh, I gotta I gotta figure this stuff out.
1: (laughs) I mean, I also don't. I also wonder if it's like um, having a house computer in a place where you can like see what's on screen. I mean, would you install like a keylogger type of thing on your kid's phone or computer?
0: So I've listened to Bill Simmons over the years talk about like the cell phone. The cell phone use and that's actually where I got the idea about that social pressure I never thought about it before he was saying he never wanted to get his kids a phone early until he realized that his kids were being left out of events and weren't like just they just weren't getting invited to things but the compromise is that his kids like he and his wife can go through his kids phones whenever they want so I can read all the conversations I'm not going to say I they can read all the conversations that their kids are having with other people and i feel like i mean like you know i mean it's it's too early for me to say if i would want to do that like the key logger or be able to go through your phone whenever i want because i'm not in a position where like he, he's just not old enough where i have where i have these feelings like any strong feelings about any of this type of stuff i guess yet but i feel like that like me today feels like that's just an invasion of privacy but like You know, you're ten. You're ten. I'm your dad. What what privacy do you deserve from me?
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: So I'm not sure yet. I'm not even sure. Like these, they're so. These are such complicated things that, like, I know that Lena and I aren't going to agree. Like, this is when the the parenting aspect becomes really tough, and becomes tough on the relationship that you have with your partner because there are going to be decisions that you're going to feel really strong about, and your and then your partner is going to feel really strongly the other way. A decision, a decision a decision will have to be made and a compromise isn't going to be possible in some situation like what's the compromise of does he does, does he get a phone or does he not get a phone other than like you know oh limited access and blah 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 like i don't know i i think somebody's going to win that that argument and i think i i imagine that one of us is going to feel pretty strongly about it and or well, let's just say stick to the do we go through their phone like that one person just might not feel that strongly or not feel will will feel very opposite of the other person. And it'll just be, it'll, it'll, it can cause a bit of an, uh, a problem with a couple an argument can be had because of it. And
1: yeah, is it important to maintain a united front?
0: I think so. I think it'll be, I think it'll be, I think it'll be important, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, at least have that face, but whether right. it truly is united it's another story i guess
1: mhm yeah it's uh it's going to be interesting cuz it's uh, outside of phones and computers i also wonder what else is going to be like like gaming consoles TVs uh, iPads things that anything that can allow somebody to connect to the internet you know yeah i mean what i mean uh, the uncomfortable question is at what point did you start when did, at what point did you find out about porn mm. and then knowing that like that kind of stuff like even if you're you allowed your like would you allow when do, when would you allow gordon to like browse reddit you see what uh, i mean yeah 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 i do because like it, you can't let him. you can't let them see uh r all no you can't let him see popular right cuz unpopular every once in a while like it's a nude post that's like level like number 3 <laughs> like why is this trending today
0: yeah it's just it was a good day for that nice, not safe for work subreddit right. yeah um, yeah it's tough i and we i know we've also talked about this way back in the day too but our level of understanding of this technology of the, you know the internet puts us in a better position to monitor and ensure that type of stuff you know you can you can maintain some level of parental control However, we also have such a strong grasp of it that we understand that that um, you, you're not going to be able to have full control. You're not going to be able to prevent them from stumbling upon everything that you don't want them to stumble upon. And I have no idea how I'm going to try to handle that. Yeah. That's like th- – that would be the purpose of, okay, I'm not comfortable having a comp- – letting you have a computer in your own room. Like right. that's just too much. Or I'm not – Do com- your own laundry. <laughs> I'll give you a flip phone, but you're not getting a smartphone. Or if you're going to get a smartphone, you're not going to get one that has like, you know, you know you're not going to have um, the the admin password. So you're not going to be able to just download what, whatever app you want to have downloaded. So you're, you're and, but uh, there's still the problem of, oh, uh, well, you, you can access Reddit through a browser. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, always workarounds. I think part of it is going to be the, the, I think part of it will be, okay, I'm aware that there's a work there's a workaround if he's if he figures it out then all right whatever you're you were old enough to figure out a workaround then I guess you're old enough to view the content depending on what the content is I don't know I could take the Bill Simmons around just be like I don't care like (laughs) Bill Simmons will let his kids watch any movie that they want to (laughs) watch like I don't know if you heard him on like the rewatchable like he'll have his kids watch The Godfather (laughs) with him or something yeah like wait what? you did what now i'll right. constantly listen to those i'm like i wonder how many because he'll have like, he'll have like celebrities on he'll be like interviewing you know Charlie there and be like oh yeah you know let my kids watch monster with me like wait you let your kids watch monster right. i felt like they were old enough you know we, we've you we know, we've seen the movie before we just have them turn away whenever one whenever whenever some part came on that's uh, a. Uh, he was talking I can't remember what the movie was he was saying the other day. He's like the thing that messed him up was he he forgot about one part of the movie and his daughter started like saw the scene. He's like I right, well we're too far in at this point. Right. I think it was uh it was like it, he was talking to it was um What's the movie? What's the movie where um uh forgetting Sarah, forgetting Sarah Marshall.
1: Oh, where they're having sex.
0: It wasn't that he actually—that was the part he remembered. But what oh, he forgot no. was the full frontal nudity. The full frontal nudity yes, at I the end. His face? He, yeah, he forgot. Yeah, he—he he had a uh, Jason Siegel on the podcast, yeah. and he forgot about that part. And so he was telling Jason Siegel about this. He was like, "Oh my God, you let your daughter watch this?" He's like, "Yeah, well." Then he was explaining, but he's like, "But I completely forgot about the the, the frontal nudity at the end." So so his daughter saw, <laughs> his daughter saw a penis, just you know, with with her dad.
1: Yeah. Not ideal.
0: Not, not, <laughs> yeah. no, not ideal.
1: I mean, it'll also be interesting to figure out like, are you going to take Gordon to the movies to see these movies and just cover his eyes? Or are you going to get a babysitter every time you want to go out? You know, like
0: definitely going to be doing the babysitter thing. Like there's, there's movie, there's just movies that I'm not going to take them to see. Did I tell you about the time that when Lane and I saw um, Deadpool, there were kids at the theater yeah i heard about i had heard that pe- parents were taking kids to see this like on the news that parents were taking kids to see the movie because they thought oh it's a superhero movie and that deadpool at the time was i think like the first uh um, rated r rated r superhero movie like a, it's a marvel character people thinking oh this is gonna be fun for the, the kids um but like what even before the movie started i think there was like a warning that deadpool himself gave like this is not for kids like you know if you but during the movie, when that like the, the, the various sex scenes happen, there was a there was a, uh, a I don't know if it was a couple with a the, with the child or whatever, but they got up and left. <laughs> they got up and left the movie because that movie's not for kids man. Can't bring your kids to this. So no, there, I, I would definitely do like the babysitter deal and or you know, you're just gonna have to start waiting for these movies to come out at, uh, at home. To rent these because I mean we've already had to do it, you know, with with the baby even when he's old enough to take him to the movie theaters. I'm just, I'm just like, well, we'll just wait for the movie to come out and watch it when you go to bed or something like that.
1: Yeah, it's it's gonna be uh it's not gonna be ideal to 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 be to find yourself in a situation like that where you're saying, oh, let's just take him to go see uh see Deadpool. Everything should be okay. Yeah, it's like oh yikes, everything's well, not okay. <laughs> What <laughs> was that wrong? Yeah. Yeah, that's a understatement. Yeah. Um anyways, uh overall though, how are you uh, Atlanta holding up uh week whatever this is?
0: Yeah, it's it's week f- it's already been three weeks since we came back from England. Three oh. weeks tomorrow. We're holding up just fine, I think, for the most part. Like I've said before, I'm just trying to make our own fun out of the whole situation you know it's it's like there there are positives for me i'm getting to spend a lot more time with gordon and he's also develop he's at an age now where he's developed to this point where i can play with him for like an hour and he's like fully engaged we're just having a good time he's laughing um i'm laughing so like that's really that's been really exciting for me i feel like that's 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 probably the best positive that i've gotten out of this whole thing um another positive though is that lane and i don't get as much time to like be a couple and so while we're still like really swamped and everything like that, we don't get that much time to, to you know, just be us together. What I'm finding is because while I'm working from home, I'm not spending that time to commute. I'm able to wrap things up with work earlier than I usually do. Like in terms of like a wrap up work by five and get to spend time with Gordon and clean up the house and do whatever. That in the evenings we can spend time together and we're not in a rush. Like I'm not in a rush to get to bed by like 11 or whatever, because I don't have to catch the train at 6 a.m. the next day, or whatever time I catch the train. I don't even remember anymore. Um, so yeah, it's uh, that's been that's been good, but it's still really jarring, I guess, to just be stuck here at home. To to, to be like, okay, well, I want to like, if I want like Rita's, right? Rita's is just opened up. I actually don't know if Rita's is open anymore. Like they open up for the what their first days are typically like February, March, something like that. They're, they've are they like this is the type of thing that we would go do like as a couple together or as a family with with Gordon last year together, and we can't really do that type of stuff anymore. Like we have to think about a lot of things that we can and can't do, and most of the stuff is localized to the house. I realized I realized on Thursday that I think I hadn't left the house once other than to like you know when I was running doing workouts or whatever because we've been doing like, these CrossFit workouts mixed with running. I hadn't left the house and been in my car since I think Sunday and that was on Thursday. So it's weird to realize, Oh, I'm not getting any time outside of the house these days. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's a good thing that I'm not realizing it in the moment that I'm realizing it after the fact it, I guess I'm handling it pretty well in that regard. But overall um, with like the effect that it's having on the, the economy with the effect that it's having on our ability to see people, to see like my parents and stuff, it'll definitely be great when when, uh, things go back to normal.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Like I said, I've I've tried to make, you know, bits of fun out of the whole thing with like food, like fun foods that I'm preparing, like cooking, making desserts, made cookies last week, made pizza last night. Probably do another dessert tonight. So like definitely having fun with that, but it only lasts for so long, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, nothing lasts forever.
0: Yeah, what about you? Like how are you guys doing?
1: We're doing fine. Yeah. We're doing fine. We got a lot of space here. Uh, yeah. You guys have
0: stretched out your legs a little bit when at the, at the, perfect time, huh? You got the new place. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. This would not have been easy at all. The if studio. We were still at the, uh, the studio, but we, uh, we have a lot of space. Uh, having the, each of us having our own monitor makes working, uh, much better for, for all of us. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we're we're thankful and, and privileged and understand uh, the position that we're in to to be able to ride this out in a in a way that's still pretty comfortable.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I have to keep thinking about that every time you see like these, and every time you turn on the news, see like the unemployment numbers or the people who are trying to claim un- unemployment benefits. Like, yeah, we're super privileged to be in the position that we're in. Yeah. I don't I don't think I got here like you know at a lack of with a lack of work, but. The position that my parents were able to put me into to allow me to get this position that I do have that allows me to work from home to continue making money, to not have to you know be worried if I'm going to be able to pay rent or buy the groceries that I need to get. I mean, shoot, even being able to work from home, people who are out there still working, their only date of shop is the weekends because a lot of these places are closing really early. And so now they have to like risk going out when hundreds of other people are also trying to go to the grocery stores too. I can do it, you know, at eight a.m. Well, whatever hour I'm able to go to the grocery store, do it first thing in the morning before other people are trying to do it too. So, yeah, I definitely have a lot of privilege with with that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's still it still hasn't gotten too bad yet for us. Yeah, which which is good because if it's if it's gotten bad for us, it's gotten bad for a ton of people. Yeah, it has. Yeah. All right. Should we get out of here?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. I'm Russell. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week.